0: Great day. Welcome back to the Therapists Deserve Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, licensed clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach. So in today's podcast episode, we are going to continue the Abundance series and I want to talk to you about mindset blocks that keep you in poverty. So make sure that you have your pen and paper handy. I decided to do something a little bit different today and break down the information into an acronym for the word BLOCK. Go figure, right? So B-L-O-C-K. And so if you're just joining this Abundance series, we've done thus far about three different podcast episodes. And so you definitely want to check out all the podcast episodes that have been released at the end of July and beginning of August. And just to give you a little bit of background story as to why I have chosen to take time out to focus about a month or so on abundance, what it means and how therapists can get out of their own way to go to the next level is that I do an exit survey. So we had a awesome three-week live boot camp in a Facebook group for our DTA alumni as well as uh, other therapists that were interested in manifesting a profitable private practice. This is something that we do typically one to two times a year. By the time you are listening to this, we are entering into the fall season of 2021, which means that we will not have a two to three week boot camp until the beginning of the year 2022. Nevertheless, uh, what I did is for those students who did not enroll into the Dope Therapist Academy, and actually those who did enroll, they still receive this survey. I was just curious to know why people did not enroll into the Academy because I'm always curious, but also what are some things that need to be in place for them to be able to enroll. Actually, this was to people who did not enroll. So the common denominator was the lack of a wealth mindset in terms of people getting into their own heads. Go figure, we are mental health therapists but also not believing that they are ready, that they have the capacity to consume this information at this time. Some of them were pre-licensed, so they thought that it was a long stretch. Some thought that they they pretty much in a nutshell talked themselves out of potentially their next level of a blessing. And so there were a few other things that came up, but what was the common denominator was wealth mindset along the lines of, what is possible. And I noticed that there were a lot of limiting beliefs in terms of what the therapist identified about what they need to work on before they joined the academy the next time we enroll. So we actually didn't get anyone that said, oh no, the academy is not the right program for me or the right community for me. But instead, they recognized as they were answering these like multiple choice questions and like a two minute survey that they were standing in their own way. So hence what I decided to do after some meditation, journaling, and talking to my team is I decided to create more free content for therapists to process some things so that they can actually move to their next level of abundance when the time calls. So let's talk about mindset blocks that keep individuals in poverty. So if you have your sheet of paper, We're going to first talk about your belief, your belief system, okay? So the B is for belief. So when you do a self-assessment on yourself, I want you to journal these out later, but what is your belief about abundance? For example, are you telling yourself that the only way that you can live abundantly, the only way that you can have the amount of money that you want, you can live the lifestyle that you want is only if you have the job. That's your belief system. Now, I will say that that's something that I was taught growing up, and I'll talk about it a little bit more as we maneuver through the BLOCK acronym. But based on me living in a home where, you know, I was from a single parent household, my grandparents, my mom's parents had a very big role in my life with helping, you know, raise me when my mom was doing her due diligence, working two to three jobs. It really taught me of work ethic and that that's really important, which definitely helps me even in my business today. But it also taught me that you need to work to the brim and that you can have fun later, not now. And I was like, oh, as I got a little older, I was like, no, I want to play and make money at the same time, right? So, what is your belief system around what you can truly have? Do you also believe that you have to either be one way or the other way? Why can't you have, of course, my challenging, um, you know, CBT technique is why can't you have the best of both worlds? Why can't you have a baby in a business? Why can't you have? A relationship, growing into a marriage, and growing your business from scratch? Why can't you have a baby and travel? And the reason I'm bringing these up is because these were certain challenges that were brought to my attention because I chose to have my son at 38 years of age. Now, granted, there were some complications. I I laid out an entire three-part series for you. It's up in the 80s. Do your own research in my podcast, but it's a very good one if you are a woman and you have chosen to wait to do certain things, especially around pregnancy, even if it's not your first pregnancy, but you put your career first and then all of a sudden things start to happen. But what is your belief system about what is possible for you and ask yourself, are you actually the block? Is your mindset the block? Because what do we teach our clients? That if you change the way that you think, that you will change the way that you feel and that will change your response, your habits, and or your behavior. That is typical CBT. But I always find it phenomenal that we can do all these epic transformational strategies with our clients, but we can't seem to apply it to ourselves. Okay. So that's the B for belief. Now let's talk about the L, which is limitations. What limitations have you placed on yourself? Limitations that I've seen with my current clients, um, I'll use one, for example, especially when it comes down to they've made the decision that they want to leave their job. So maybe a limitation is that I can only leave my job if they put in all these stipulations. And I'm like, you do know that you're sending out energy frequency to the world to stop you from actually leaving your job. Why don't you just set a goal? It can have a deadline, but it shouldn't have all of these Restrictions. Okay. So are you placing limitations on yourself? That's actually preventing your growth. So for example, if you're trying to leave your nine to five job, are you saying that in order for you to leave your nine to five job, you have to make triple the amount of money that you make right now. And you have to save up triple the amount of money before you leave and you have to um, have all of these ducks in order. You have to wait like three years until a certain amount is in your 401k. And of course, I'm not saying that you should not have money saved up. I'm not saying that you should not have a plan and do your due diligence to make sure that you can take care of your household goods and or your family. But what I am saying is that you really won't know your full capacity of even earning money in your business, especially if you start off part-time right now while having a nine to five job, because that's like half of the dope therapist Academy students. You won't know your full capacity until you're actually all the way all in, in your business. So for example, when I chose to leave my job, my release date per se by choice was moved up six months to a year earlier because I had a serious panic attack and I was like, okay, this is it. But luckily I was already thinking about leaving. So I already did my due diligence by calling my health insurance and finding out if I want to have health insurance on my own, how much would it cost and not to look at it as an expense, but more so look at it as an investment. One, I'm investing my money back into myself through my business, which is a tax write-off, but I also get to take care of my health through my business so that I can make sure that I show up as my best self for my business and, of course, for my personal life. So stop looking at money that you have to expend and invest in your business and or in yourself to make your business go, and instead look at it as an actual investment because investments... Have returns. And if I take care of my health, it will always have a return. Okay. So think about limitations that you've been placing on yourself, whether you've kept them silently in your mind, you don't want to share with people, or you say them out loud. Okay. So opportunities um, is the O. So another way that you may be keeping yourself in poverty is that you have been blocking yourself from opportunities that come up for you? And so an example would be, do you talk yourself out of going to a particular event, investing in a one-day workshop, a three-day uh, masterminds in Vegas? At least I was having those for the last you know, two years. Do you know that that event will transform your mindset and transform your business and you'll be in the room with the right people, but then you tell yourself, you know what, not right now. And because imagine this, let's just say you said, not right now, I'm going to wait for the next one, but how can you guarantee that one, there will be a next one, that the next one will give you the same content that you were going to get during this one. And that also you will be divinely appointed at the right time to be in the right room with the right people. You have to think about that because opportunities are presented to you at a particular time in your life for a reason. And granted, I'm not telling you to impulsively trigger finger and just buy everything you see, but I'm sure that you can feel frequency-wise in your body when something is aligning with exactly what you want at the time that you need it. Opportunities can also come in various disguises. So sometimes an opportunity may come up where someone asks you to speak for free and you have the time to go speak online For 30 minutes for free. This has happened to me. And you go, let's just say you give your time, but while you're there, you don't know it, but they're actually vetting you to see if they want to bring you back for a full fledged contract because they were testing you out for 30 minutes. What if there were other clinical directors in the room that also want to hire you for you to go speak at their agencies? So not only did you speak for free and give your expertise to the audience, but you also gained two contracts or potential contracts for long-term wealth. So sometimes we're so focused on chasing the money and you should be focusing on where can I find the tools, the resources, and the people that I need to connect with that can open up doors to that next level of opportunity for abundance. That's opportunity. So let's talk about the C, creativity. So are you content, as we talked about in the last podcast episode, if you haven't heard that one, of I only need one stream of income? Or I'm sure you've heard that in order to be wealthy, for sure you need to be making money in your sleep through maybe digital products or something that's just available for people to buy. But also that you should be working toward over time. Seven to eight streams of income. I mean, this is literally listed in the Bible. So, remember, I mentioned a moment ago, baby boomer mentality. So, baby boomer mentality is that you need to get a good job. You need to stay there until you retire, until you earn your 401k so that they can match your money if they match or get a pension if they still have that. But you need to stay there because they're going to pay you out. But at what expense? are you going to give up? What are you going to sacrifice if you know that that's not what you really want to do? So majority of my family has a baby boomer mentality and I don't really blame them per se because was personal development popping like it is now? Like did they have YouTube or podcasts where they can listen to people, talk to them in their ear on their way to work every day to transform their mindset? No, all they had to go off of was even their family members, their parents. So their mindset, and think about who's been pouring things into your mindset. Do they have something similar to a baby boomer mentality, which is they are focused on stability over experience. Stability over experience. So the definition, remember, of insanity is that you're continuously doing the same thing over and over again. So ask yourself, if you're expecting a new year, new me result, are you making the same new year's goals that you did last year? Do you even review your vision board that you made three years ago? Was it even in alignment with the goals that actually speak to your abundant living? Or do you make new goals based off of you refreshing your mindset with new desires? New big goals. So I'll give you the example of my first coaching experience, okay? I didn't even know that business coaches existed. I knew that people out there existed with like helping you here and there, with like getting on insurance panels for private practice. But I mean, I couldn't even find a business coach that focused on private practice for therapists, like really getting down to the nitty gritty, which is why I really created the Dope Therapist Academy. Because I created for myself so many, um, I'm not going to say mistakes. I don't like to say mistakes, but more so like learning experiences that now I have created a signature framework for therapists to implement in their business that they can just repeat that cycle over and over again and avoid the mistakes that I made. Okay. So my belief system, you know, before I got to the place that I'm in now, if I can take you back through the acronym of B L O C K is that my belief system was that I was only a psychologist and a teacher. Okay. That was my belief system. That That is what I was told I could be a psychologist. And then of course, because I tapped into teaching at a very early age, at the age of 25, uh, my first year of graduate school, I became a college professor. All right. So with that said, I was also limited with no exposure of what was possible. So please do me a favor and go back and listen to the previous episode because we really talk about the thermometer and your threshold as it relates to abundance and money, okay? But bottom line is, as me being taught that psychologists and professors, you know, this is what your life is set up like, this is what you're going to be able to do and not do, it led me to have limiting beliefs and to not even go out and find exposure to things outside of that mindset, if that makes sense. So then in terms of opportunity, an opportunity did come up and I was invited by a friend. There's a whole episode on like my first coaching experience. I was invited to an event by one of my good friends from graduate school. And initially when he was talking about the coach, when he was talking about the financial investment in order to get these things that I thought would be really cool for me to learn outside of being a therapist, a psychologist, a professor, I actually talked to myself out of that opportunity as I was listening to him uh, talk to us. Because I didn't believe that one, I needed a coach to help me with that. I mean, if I learn how to build my group practice and individual practice from scratch, yeah, making all these mistakes, but I wasn't thinking about that. Then I can clearly go on YouTube and Google to do this stuff again. But then I realized something, which I talked to my community about and the clinicians in my program, which is, would you rather spend all of this time, hours, because your, your time is equivalent to money. Would you rather spend all this time trying to find the answers and honestly going down a rabbit hole on YouTube or on Google? Because on YouTube, once you click one video, it takes you to a similar video. Then what will happen is you'll have like 10 videos that you have notes on and they will odds are have conflicting information or they won't give you all the steps. They'll say, tune into the seven steps to X, Y, and Z. And then they only give you four. Where are the other steps in the freaking program that you have to invest in? So what I end up doing is after I talked myself out of it, I sat for a moment, I talked to one of my friends and then I said, you know what, let me, let's move into creativity. I need to think creatively. How can I utilize the information that this coaching program is going to teach me and embed it in my private practice? Because truth be told, no one in the room was a therapist. It was me and my friend. We were the only ones in that field. Everybody else was a life coach, a business coach, a speaker, somewhere in that arena. So I had to really put on my thinking cap and I sat still at my, you know, in my chair and I told myself, I'm in the right environment. This will expose me to a more intimate right environment. I'm already motivated to do so many things in my business and I don't even know where to start. That's clearly a problem, but I'm motivated. This is providing me with the circles of influence that I need because I had been exposed to personal development before going to this event. And I had had an idea to turn content that I had already created in my private practice into my first book. That was already a big win. So I had to ask myself, going down to the K, because the K, if you didn't catch it, was keep. Do you keep doing the same thing over and over again? Because that's a definition of insanity. So I had to ask myself, do I now, with all this information and this opportunity, Do I want to continue to keep doing the same thing over and over again? Or do I want to expand my private practice by adding physical and digital products, additional services like speaking engagements, workshops, retreats by utilizing my expertise. But guess what? I would not have been able to even go through this process if I would not have been connected to the right person to then invite me to an event that then exposes me and increases my thermometer threshold to what is possible. Which is why I'm telling you that if you have not heard this previous episode, literally the one before this one, go back and listen to it because it will make sense. So I really hope that by going over the block methodology so that you can get out of a poverty mindset, I hope that all in all, you will learn how to get out of your own way, because guess what? After 18 years of age, you are fully accountable for what happens in your life. You are fully accountable for the things that you are attracting in your life, including people, lack of money or wealth. You have a choice. So again, I'm going to ask you, do you want to live in poverty? Do you want to be content? Or do you want to live, you know, in an abundant lifestyle at an abundant level? And the first thing you should do is to tell yourself every single day you wake up, how can I be 1% better than what I was yesterday? And I promise you that if you do that every single day, you will compound the outcome. So do me a favor. Let me know. What was your biggest takeaway in this episode? Follow this podcast. By you following the podcast on iTunes, it shows me that you're definitely interested in this information. And we have a lot more in this Abundance series. We are literally just getting started. Now, you've heard me talk about our community, our Dope Therapist Academy, and then, of course, our mastermind students who are scaling their business to various streams of income, utilizing their expertise actually that they get through the Dope Therapist Academy. So I would encourage you that if you're interested in learning more about creating a profitable private practice, or you want to learn about any type of events or workshops that I may have in the future related to scalable opportunities in your business, then check out the show notes. Now, an easy way to get on our list if you don't already receive emails from me or text messages from me is check out the show notes and join our freebie library. There are awesome you know, newsletters in there that highlight our therapists and our community, but there's also things like abundance checks with instructions of how you can attract more wealth and abundance in your life. There's also branding kits and other things that can help you just set the foundation for branding your mental health business. Now, if you want to go the extra mile and really stay connected and get motivational, positive affirmations, at least on the weekdays, then I would encourage you to click the link in the show notes, or you can directly text me at 310-388-8603. And if you text the code word abundance, that's all you got to text is the word abundance. Then you will automatically be placed on that list. All right. So share this podcast episode with any other mental health therapist that you know, whether they are just starting out, whether they are in graduate school, it is never too early to live abundantly. All right. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and until the next Abundant Series podcast, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.